set you free. I ain't like them because I'm all I need when it comes down to it. I'm a bad. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room, July 9th, 2021. Got a pretty good show for you guys today. Going to talk a little bit about the NBA Finals. Uh, Suns took a 2-0 lead in that. Uh, Going to talk about talk some um, UFC 264, McGregor vs. Poirier uh, 3. That should be a great card tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to be live for that right here on this channel at 8 p.m. tomorrow. With live reaction to UFC 264. So come join us for that tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to also talk a little bit about uh, the Wilder Fury fight getting postponed. Uh, we'll talk why I respect Damian Lillard uh, a little more now after uh, some stuff that came out yesterday. Uh, so we got a pretty good show. Uh, Steve might be here in a few to join us. But no, all right, let's let's get right into this. Uh, the Suns versus the Bucks. Uh, last night, Game Two of the NBA Finals. Uh, Suns won one eighteen to one hundred eight. Excuse me. Uh, Giannis had 42 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. He looked good. Didn't really look like his knees bothering him at all. He looks pretty close to 100%. I mean, he, he, fuck, he balled out. This, this loss wasn't on Giannis at all. Uh, Booker had 31 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, Chris Paul had 23 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists. Uh, Chris Paul did have 6 turnovers. Uh, four of them in the fourth quarter that uh, let, let the Bucks get within six. And then Aiton gets the offensive rebound, kicks it out to Paul in the corner for a three, then it turned into nine. Uh, uh, Aiton had 10 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, the big the big thing that helped really helped the Suns also, you had uh, Bridges went off for 27 points. Seven rebounds and one assist. But on Milwaukee side, what killed them is Giannis, is the only, Giannis was the only one that really uh, played well. I mean, uh, Middleton had 11 points, six rebounds, and eight assists. Holiday had 17 points, seven assists, and five rebounds. And then Connington had 14 points. The Bucks are not going to win a game. If Connington has more points than Middleton, Middleton has to step up if, if the Bucks are going to have a chance in this finals. Middleton, if, when Giannis goes off for 42, Middleton has to have 26, 27 points. 11 points for, if Middleton scores 11 points a game, the Bucks won't win a game against the Suns in the finals. Uh, I figured I think it's going to go five games. I I think I, I like the Suns in five. Uh, I think the Bucks will, uh, are going to win at least one in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, I actually uh, for Sunday they don't play again until Sunday, but for Sunday's game right now they have the uh, Bucks as three and a half point favorites, uh, and they have the over under set at two twenty two and a half. Uh, 
course, I'm going to wait and see what the line does. But right now, I like the Suns at plus three and a half. Because if the Suns do lose, I think it's going to be a, a by one or two points, going to be a close game. And I like the over the 222 and a half. Uh, both, the first two games both went over 22 and a half. Uh, they were, I think, game one was like 225, 226. Last night was 225. No, last night was two twenty six. So they went over both. The overs hit both times. Uh, I think this is going to be another high scoring game like that. So uh, I like the over two twenty two and a half, and I like the Suns plus three and a half. Uh, unless something was to change. Uh, but one of the things that stands out too is uh, Monty Williams is out coaching Budenholzer. Budenholzer, he made. I give him credit. He made an adjustment. From the last game, they started. He put Drew Holiday on uh, Chris Paul, tried to frustrate Paul. He was work. Uh, Holiday was working over the top of the screens, but then when the Suns countered that by getting the ball in Paul's hand or Booker's hand and, and, and getting a switch to where uh, Lopez or uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. Hold on. Or Connington. Yeah. Lopez or Connington on him and then take advantage of that. And Budenhoser never he never made a, another adjustment. Um uh, yeah, Budenhoser has to he's gonna have to make some in game adjustments. He he made an adjustment at the beginning of the game, but I didn't see no adjustments after that. Uh Hell, and also Giannis had, uh, like I said, 42 points, 12 rebounds, but he also had 20 points in the third quarter. That's the most points in a quarter in the NBA fi- in, a, in the NBA Finals since uh, Michael Jordan in 93. It was also versus the Suns. Uh, so, yeah, people can't put this game on, on Giannis. Uh, Giannis carried the team, but uh, Middleton's going to have to step up and help. Uh, but another thing I wanted to talk about real quick, though, because it. Uh, well, actually, before we do that, uh, there's one other thing we need to do. Uh, don't forget, we're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, come join us. We're giving out winners. Uh, I just put all I just uh, put our picks out that I gave out earlier on the show uh, on our social media accounts. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, you can find me at uh, Chris Gonzalez on Twitter or at Gonzalez Sports. Uh, also, check out our YouTube page. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're not watching watching on Facebook, hit that follow button. Same same. Thing on Twitch. Also, if you want to get the audio version of uh, Easy Money or GSR, uh, you can find that on uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. About anywhere where you uh, get your podcast from, you can find uh, GSR Gonzo Sports Room, which is this show, and it's live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at uh, 1 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. 
But you can find audio versions of this show and uh, Easy Money on uh, Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify. Uh, also, tomorrow night, Saturday, July 10th, we'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time with live reaction to uh, UFC 264, McGregor Poirier 3. Uh, also, if you would like to send donations or tips to the show to help the show grow, uh, you can do that with PayPal at viralscopemusic at gmail.com. Music is spelled M-U-Z-I-K, viralscopemusic at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Enjoy this clip while we're on break. And then when we come back, uh, we'll dive into this a little more about the NBA Finals and then jump into this UFC. Be back in just a couple minutes. Looks like guillotine. Yeah. And once your arms get dead, dude, you know, you, and punches look like they're, they're in slow motion. Yeah, it reminded me of that famous Chris Gonzalez fight at the fairground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got in there and fought a dude as big as Brandon. <laughs> I weighed 123, supposed to be fighting 138. I've been drinking since like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't believe you did that, dude. I'd have did anything no, dude, to see that. I, I'd have did anything to see it. Well, they went and got me shorts and shit. I quit drinking, started drinking Coke. And we went upstairs, and I, I changed. <laughs> Started drinking coke. Oh yeah. Said, although why I didn't drink water. Just, just put but a anyway, cigarette out. We're upstairs, we're upstairs in this room, and I'm getting warmed up. And they said, "Okay, some music comes on." It was him coming out, but I couldn't see him because there was a big fucking backboard from like a basketball goal when you walked out of that room. So they play they play my music. And I'm, I'm walking down the stairs, and I look up in the cage, dude. Get Chris feel the floor shaking. This motherfucker, motherfucker, brain decides. He's about 100, 155, 160 pounds. Talking about he was 138. But I'm thinking, I'm, I'm walking to the cage. You know what I mean? Music's on, everybody's looking at me. I was like, well, I got to fight the motherfucker now, or I'm going to look like a little bitch. <laughs> so, I get, so I get in there. Dude, dude I, didn't even, I, I didn't even, I had boxers on. They bring me a cup. I didn't have a jock strap or nothing. So me and uh, my Uncle Steve, which is, which is these two's dad, we went in the bathroom and sw- he, we switched underwear. I took his his underwear. He had some fucking whitey tidies. Dad, no for wearing the whitey tidies. Hey, I put them motherfuckers on, put on the MMA shorts, shoved that cup in there. We're fighting, middle of the fight, the fucking cup falls out. Oh, shit. I said, oh, that's mine. I put it back in. We started fighting again. <laughs> Dude, I had no business being there. First round, I, I tried to take him down. We kept bouncing off the cage, and he got me down and had my back, and I was fucking, like, balled up, almost in the fucking fetal position. He elbowed me three times in my fucking ear. Hurt like a motherfucker. But I felt him go up again. I'm like, you're not doing you're not doing that shit again. So I turned into him, got a single leg, and I got my hips under me. I picked him up, slammed him, got him in the rear neck and choke, and the fucking bell went off for the end of the oh. first round. I was dead, dude. I rolled over. I rolled over and I was laying there and Chris said, Hand me a cigarette. Like, me, I need a cigarette right now. Dude, like right here. It's over. Throw in the towel. Yeah, like right here beside on the other side of the cage was my uncle Steve and this uh, guy I worked with when I was working at the prison. And uh they threw me a bottle of water. I said, I'm still laying there. I didn't even get up. I, I was like leaned over a little bit, got a drink of water, threw it back to him, the rest of you ready? I said, Yeah, I stood up and they rang the bell. Well, my Uncle Steve was telling me in the corner the whole time. He said, he knows you're going to shoot because his that guy's coach was Steve Fritz. Oh, you two might not know him. Brand, I think Brandon might. He might be old enough to know him. But he was a wrestler for Southside. Well, he had a, he was running this, like, one of them MMA school things. Yeah. And he was this guy's coach. And he was telling that guy, he's a wrestler. Stay away from him. 
So second, getting ready to start that second round, Steve goes, hey, he knows you're going to shoot. Fake a shot and punch him. So I go fake a shot, get ready to punch. Next thing I know, here comes a fucking head kick. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I catch the leg and take him down, but I end up in a triangle choke. And I couldn't fucking breathe, but I, I circled out of it, blasted this motherfucker right in the nose, and looked at the ref and said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he rang the fucking bell. I got the last hit in, so I'm done. I rang the bell. I got the fuck out of there, dude. My buddy was waiting in the cage side, handing me a beer. Handed him a beer, dude. Dude, I was so fucking hot. So I went outside. This is like in November here in Indiana. It was cold as fuck. And uh, I'm sitting outside and nothing but them fucking MMA shorts and a beer sitting beside me. I still felt like 100 degrees. Finally, I cooled off, went and changed, watched the rest of the fight. Like I was like the third, fourth, five of the night. There was still a bunch of fights to watch. So we watched all the fights. Hell, we ended up going to a bar after that. I woke up next day. had My neck was purple. My ear was purple. I couldn't hardly turn my head. It was fun, though. Moral of the story, people, is Indian MMA has come a long way, and I think Casey Kinney has proved that. <laughs> Casey Kinney's represented. And also, the other moral is don't get drunk and get in the fucking cage. No. <laughs> Three and OT. Let's go. That sounded a little close for my liking. It hit a fucking pole or something too. Did we just catch gunshots live on the yes, on the did. stream? Hell yeah, we did. From the mean streets of Muncie, Indiana, on a Friday night, oh, we hear the about side. we hear about ten pop 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 pop. Yes, that you heard right. It was some live gunshots on. Are we hearing a car drive by? Yep. And that was a Kia Soul, wasn't it? Hey, I'm not gonna lie if I. If we got a, you know, so, it sounded like they were driving that way. That car just kind of sped that I way. Know, that was a Kia Soul, and they looked like they the had car, the lights off. A, a car stopped at the corner there. I think it backed up and came. See what I'm saying? Uh oh. That was that was awful damn close, dude. That was like, I mean, it was. That was close. Everything. Yeah, I'm just saying. Liam, Liam, cool. Did Joey and any of them come out? That was that was sounded awful close. I think it was right there. Did we just give the ball up? Are you watching the live right now? Say we might be going viral. Did you just hear the gunshots, (laughs) Chris? That's big. We got a motherfucking. Hey, we really just lost the fucking ball. Oh my fuck! I didn't even God. see what happened. What I was fuck, a, I missed it. My, I missed that play because of the gunshots. The big, the Pacers man, the game, and then gunshots Lakers just happened over turn. here at the. I was just making sure everything was good. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck, man! What the fuck? I'm about to see if like any cops or anything come come down this way because I think cars were just speeding off and yeah, fucking cars. Like right there on the beacon, dude. It was close. How many of them? Huh? Big for the Lakers. Well, man. about ten. I can't oh, hear. Oh, at least. That was about 10 shots. It was pretty close. It was like down eight, like a block away or so. I'd say about 8 And then we seen a car go. We lost this game, dude. Pacers blew yeah, this game. and text me. Holy fuck, dude. All right. Bye-bye. Is that that Kia Soul again? I couldn't tell what it was. I'm going it's viral. Turning, I'm getting ready to see. 2021, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I couldn't tell if it was or not. I'm going to make a picture I ain't bleeding. <laughs>
That one time, like, it hit a pole or something. Like, they were Might have been one of the cars got hit or some shit. You never fucking know, man. Emily said she's going to check the police scanner and let us know. That was big for the lady, bro. I feel like I'd be <laughs> Back hearing, to the game. <laughs> I feel like I'd be hearing police hear cars if, I, if, I, if somebody, like, reported <laughs> just now. I can't believe. Oh, yeah, that was close, dude. I mean, close. I didn't hear anything. I bet you catch it on live and, like, <laughs> none of us, like, we all just, like, listened to it. Like, we didn't even jump. Like, no. it was normal. Me and Steve were looking at each other like, is that what I think it is? <laughs> That's what I was like. And then back goes, I think we'll be in a pole. <laughs> oh, shit. It did. Fuck. It sounded like it went yeah. ding. Like, like, it hit, like, a pole yeah. or something. And it, but they, and it sounded close. I mean, no, it, it was it in was, the alley back there. I mean, it, was, it sounded like. So big. <laughs> if LeBron played in Jordan's era, he would have averaged 50. Oh, shit. He would have averaged 50 because who was stopping big body Brown in his prime? Charles Oakley. No, Charles God. Oakley was sitting out oh, of the gym. God. Out of the gym crying. Oh, God. Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. Larry Johnson. Barkley. So Barkley was a fucking beast. LeBron would have. Hey, hey, Barkley wasn't always a big dude that couldn't move. Barkley used to be out there. I, I know he used to be dude. good, but LeBron would have had his way with him. Oh, fuck. LeBron would have had his way with him. Anyone in that era. LeBron would drop a trip dub on MJ. <laughs> a trip dub with 30. And then after MJ got done, they let Pippen get on. He wouldn't get shit on Pippen. I, I agree that Jordan needed Pippen. Oh, just like LeBron needed Anthony Davis. Welcome back to the show. GSR Gonzo Sports Room. July 9th, 2021. Uh, if you enjoyed them clips, uh, check up. You can find more clips like that on our YouTube at our YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, please hit that subscribe button, hit that bell so you get notifications, so uh, you never miss when we go live. Uh, we're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us. We're giving out winners. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern with the GSR Gonzo Sports Room. It's our sports talk show. It's this show right here that you're watching right now. Uh, we're, both those shows are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, all right. Before we move on to uh, talk about the, uh, UFC 264, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, something that... Uh, Bothers me. I noticed last night after after watching this game, all the media is talking about is Paul's leading Phoenix in the finals. Paul's going to be the finals MVP. To me, though, all the media they're just they're disrespecting Booker. Booker is way underrated for one, but for two, in the playoffs, this year's playoffs, the whole playoffs, Booker is averaging. 27 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Okay, that's in his first 13 games in the playoffs. That's the 13 games in the playoffs this year, and this is his first playoff. Paul's averaging 18 points, 9 assists, and 4 rebounds for this year's playoffs. Don't get me wrong, Paul had a big game. I mean, he had a good game last night. He had a big game in game one. And he ha- he had a couple big game or he had a big game in that game seven uh, against the Cl- Clippers, but people forget the Suns were up 2-0 on the Clippers without Chris Paul. 
Chris Paul came back. The Clippers got back. Clippers got back in the series. Suns were two and zero against the Clippers before Chris Paul even came in. Uh, Chris Paul had a little bit better game than Booker did in uh, Game One because Booker wasn't very efficient. Let's see in Game One. Game One, Paul had thirty. Chris Paul had thirty-two points. Four rebounds and nine assists. And he was really efficient. He was 12 and 19 shooting. Booker had 27 points and six assists on eight of 21 shooting. So he went, he wasn't real efficient, efficient and eight and had a big game. But in game two, Booker had 31 points, five rebounds, six assists. He shot a pretty good percentage too. Uh, Chris Paul had 23 points, four rebounds and eight assists. But there's no way you can sit here and tell me right now that Chris Paul's the clear-cut favorite to get Finals MVP if the Suns win. I don't think so. I think middle. I think uh, Booker should be right there. Booker hit some big shots last night. Uh, he shot the ball a lot better from three-point range last night. He's been the most consistent player they've had the whole playoffs. I mean. Booker has bowled out the whole playoffs. This is his first playoffs ever, and he's averaging 27 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, so uh, I think more people need to start giving him his respect, the respect he deserves. And this, the media quit, needs to quit trying to push it. I'm tired of hearing Chris Paul's a great player. He's a good player. One of the best point guards that's ever played. I agree. But... They need to quit pushing this narrative about how he, he how he's leading he's the uh, leading this team. He's the Finals MVP. Should have been the MVP of the league. Hey, he, he's not doing all. He's not doing it by himself. He has bu- another star Booker who's been balling, and then Aiton's been balling, and Aiton's been playing real good. And then last night, you also got Bridges that's capable of getting twenty seven points like he did last night. But that was just something I, I wanted to talk about because I do. I think Booker's getting majorly disrespected by all the mainstream media that's trying to push the narrative that Chris Paul's the finals MVP already. And we've only played two games, and Booker's been right there with them both games. But all right, that's enough of basketball for right now. Let's, let's talk some MMA. Got big pay-per-view coming up tomorrow night. Uh, McGregor versus Poirier three. It's a pretty. It's a real good card. Uh, prelims start at eight. Main card starts at ten p.m. Uh, we will be live uh, right here on this channel with live reaction to the uh, to UFT, UFC two sixty four uh, tomorrow night. We'll be live at eight p.m. Uh, come join us. Uh, I'll. I'll tweet out my picks tomorrow. Ellie might even do a little uh, pre-show with some picks. Uh, I'll we'll tweet out some stuff and let you guys know, or not just tweet. It'll be on all our social media accounts. Uh, but it's a it's a good card uh, on the main card. Uh, first fight you have uh, Chris Montino against uh, Sean O'Malley. Uh, O'Malley's minus one thousand uh, favorite. Matino's a plus 580 underdog. Matino's 9-4. This is his UFC debut. Uh, he has three wins by TKO knockout. He took this fight on a one-week notice. 
uh, O'Malley is six and one or thirteen and one overall, six and one in UFC. Uh, he won his last fight by uh, TK, TKO. Uh, I like O'Malley here, but it, like I mean, it's hard to if you were going to try to bet on this, it's hard to bet on a, it's hard to put money at minus one thousand. Uh, I do kind of like uh, O'Malley uh, by knockout in the first round. You can get that at like plus two fifty, I think. But that's going to be a good fight. Then you then the second fight on the main card, you have a. Uh, Irene Aldana against Yana Kunsakaya. Uh, Aldana is five and four in the UFC. Uh, she lost her last fight to uh, Holly Holm, and she was taken down five times in that fight. Uh, Kutsukana is a uh, or Kuchiyama is a uh, four and two in the UFC. Uh, she beat Ketlin Vieira by unanimous decision, and she's on a two fight win streak. Uh, I think she's the more balanced fighter. Uh, I like Conciana. She's a minus one hundred and two. Aldana's at minus one twenty six. So they, the books has this basically as a pick em. Uh Then the third fight, you have a Greg. Uh, you got Tavasia against Greg Hardy. Uh, Ty Tavasia is a five and three in the UFC. Uh, He's on a two-fight win streak. Greg Hardy is a six and two in the UFC. He lost his last fight by TKO KO uh, to Tybura. Then the next fight you have uh, Gilbert Burns against Stephen Thompson. Uh, Burns is a uh, twelve and four in the UFC, coming off a loss to Usman by TKO. Uh, Thompson is eleven four and one in the UFC. He's coming off a win over Jeff Jeff Neal, where he just dominated that fight. Uh, I like Thompson in this fight, and I like Tav- I like Tavasi over Greg Hardy. I've kind of skipped over that. Uh, Thompson was dominant in his last fight. Was by, he beat Jeff Neal by unanimous decision? Uh, I just think I think Thompson's striking is going to be a little too much for Burns. I think Thompson's going to be able, be able to keep the fight on the on their feet. And then in the main event, you have McGregor versus Poirier. Three uh, first time they met, McGregor uh, beat Poirier by T, by TKO KO. Second fight, Poirier won by a TKO or knockout in the second round. <coughs> Excuse me. And then now we're going to have the third fight. Uh, this is going to be the first time um, McGregor's coming off. Uh, first time ever being knocked out. And also, McGregor's last win at lightweight was in 2016. Uh, winner of this fight is going to get a title shot against Oliveira. Uh, I just, I think uh, I think Poirier is going to do the, about the same thing that he done in the second fight. I like Poirier here. 
But this is a good card. Even on the prelims, there's some good car, good fights. You have Carlos Condit on the prelims against Max Griffin. That's that should be a good fight. Nico Price against Michael Pereira should be a real good fight. Uh, so if you're a fight fan, come join us tomorrow night. We'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on this channel with live reaction to the to McGregor and Poirier three. Uh, also, yesterday, uh, some news broke that uh, the Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury fight that was supposed to be happening on July 24th. It's been postponed, and their target date they're looking at a day in I think what was it? I think it was October 9th. Uh, Fury tested positive for COVID, and the way it talked, there was quite a few of his team members did too, so they had to postpone the fight. Uh, which sucks because I was looking forward to that fight. Plus, what sucks was Fury was planning on fighting Wilder now and then fighting again in December against uh, Joshua. So that means that Joshua fight, if it does happen, isn't going to happen until probably next year. Uh, just, well, yeah, probably next year, depending on if he get if he gets cut up or cut up and how the fight goes and. If, if he comes out of the fight with any injuries. Uh, also, I wanted to talk about Dame Lillard. Uh, there's been a lot coming out about how he was uh, disgruntled with the Trailblazers because he didn't have no input in the coaching hire and uh, that he was going to demand a trade, that he wanted out of Portland. Well, uh, in an interview yesterday, and I forget who he interviewed with it, was with so that's my fault on that. But uh, Lillard said that any anything that he had that he would would be handled internally. That he would talk to the Trailblazers internally. And the reason I brought that up because now I even have more respect for Lillard because he's not doing what all these other players do is put everything out on social media, put it all out on public, get and get uh, a big firestorm started. No, if he has a problem, he's going to go talk to them, handle it internally. If they can't fix it, then he might, maybe he'll demand a trade. But he's not just coming out crying and uh, asking to be traded because he didn't get his way or he didn't have no input, so he wanted to trade. No, he's handling it like it should be handled. And uh, I real, and I've gained some respect for Lord, which I know he don't give a fuck if I respect him. I ain't nobody, but in my uh, as a fan... I respect him more than I do a lot of these other stars because I just like how he handles his business. Uh, also, yesterday it came out, no fans at the Olympics. They had limited to it. It was just going to be some local fans. But then I guess there's been another uh, breakout of COVID in uh, Tokyo, and they're getting, they're talking about locking down again some. So uh, they're, still playing, they're still having the Olympics, but there'll be no fans at the Olympics. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting to see how it affects the Olympics. How is it going to affect the athletes not having not having the big crowds there and, and the fans? Uh, I would say it's going to mean that the uh, the TV ratings are going to be even higher than usual because more people are going to be watching it at home either on. TV or on their phone or on the computer or whatever. But so 
the ratings are going to skyrocket, I would think, because that's the only way you'll be able to watch it since there ain't no live fans. But, also, I mean, you weren't going to be at, there weren't going to be as many fans there anyway because they wouldn't let nobody travel there to go. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about came out yesterday and I found pretty fucking interesting is the Angels hitting coach, uh, Jeremy Reed, said that uh, Otani has not took or not taken any batting practice all season. So this dude leads up. This, this is unreal. And now I'm starting to even gain more, uh, starting to get on the hype a little bit of Otani. I've been, I haven't jumped on you. I still, still think he's. It's just going to be like a one season thing. I don't think he's going to be able to sustain it. But this right here is leaning me toward the other way because dude leads baseball. Otani does with 32 home runs. And uh. His ERA as a pitcher is under is still under three, and this dude never takes any batting practice. I mean, that's just unreal. Look at all these guys that take batting practice every day before these games, and don't have over twenty home runs. I mean, some of your top guys in the league have twenty five, twenty four, twenty three home runs. They take batting practice every fucking day. This dude has 32 home runs. He's a pitcher. Never takes any batting practice. That's just unreal. Uh, it's almost unbelievable, really. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we gotta take the we gotta take the hitting coach's word for it. I guess. And I haven't seen no footage come out since he said this, showing Otani taking batting practice. So I would have to, I tend to be, to believe it and. That's pretty fucking crazy. All right. Before we get out of here today, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Justin Sterling for this song here, Grind. Also, give a uh, shout out to Bazanji uh, with Bet On Me, Multiply, and Demons. Go check those guys' page out. Both of them put out some bangers. Uh, you can find them on Spotify. Before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to. I was going to go through and give you guys the picks that I gave out today on Easy Money. I like the, uh, I had the White Sox money line uh, over the Orioles. Phillies money line over the uh, Red Sox. I have Oakland money line over the Rangers. The Reds money line over the Brewers. Twins minus one and a half against the Tigers. And then I have the Mets money line against the Pirates. Uh, in the NBA game, game three on Sunday, uh, I'm going to wait till it gets a little closer and see what the lines are before I place my final play, do place any kind of pick, better pick on it. But uh, right now, I like the Suns at plus three and a half, and I like the over 222 and a half. 
games one and two both had went to the over. Uh, we'll be live tomorrow night, eight o'clock, with live reaction to UFC 264. Eight o'clock is the prelims. Early prelims are uh, like at six, but we'll be live at eight o'clock for the prelims, and then we'll also be live at ten o'clock for uh, the main card. Uh, come join us; it'll be a fun time. Uh, don't forget we're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us for that. We're giving out winners for free. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 with GSR, Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, check out our social media pages. Uh, I post like all of our, I post our picks on there and then information about upcoming shows and stuff. You can find us on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Chris D. Gonzalez, or you can also find me on Twitter at Chris Gonzalez or at Gonzalez Sports. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we have a lot of content on there. Please hit that subscribe button, hit that bell so you get notifications of when we are live. And you, uh, if you want to make donations to the show, uh, you can do that with PayPal. At viralscopemusic at gmail.com. And music is spelled M U Z I K. Uh, if you can, help us out some. If not, hey, we just appreciate everybody, all the support we give with everybody watching. If you're on Facebook, hit that follow button. Also, you can find the audio versions of, of both shows, Easy Money and GSR, on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcast by anywhere we get your podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope to see you guys tomorrow night at 8. If not, we'll see you Monday morning at 11. Uh, have a great weekend. Be safe. Peace.